Hello, welcome to another episode of Sub Tours. This is our last episode for the month of October and wrapping up our Halloween special. Ooh. Is it spooky or is it spooky? Are we talking rawr. about horror films? Rawr, 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 rawr. 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 I'm, I'm pretty rawr. sure we're going to be talking about out. something traumatic. Yes, definitely. But either way, my name is MJ. I'm Misha. And I'm Angel. Me, me. Happy Halloween! Ghost Cup! <laughs> what? <laughs> My favorite thing in the world! <laughs> it's a ghost cup! <laughs> Love it. So to wrap up the month of October, we are going to be featuring movies with scenes that are scary slash traumatizing slash horrific in non-horror movies. I'm sure we've had some experiences Getting things we totally did not expect from some of the films we've watched. And actually, this is the first episode ever that we have crowdsourced from people, be it our friends, members of the Subatours We Like Movies group. Thank you for all your contributions over there and on Instagram. And uh, we'll just be going along with this and uh, mentioning some of your traumatizing slash scary moments in non-horror films. Okay, guys. So I guess we can start off with films where you totally, absolutely do not expect scary scenes at all. Because we got a lot of mentions that were in children's movies. And I'm sure you got some, so go shoot. You, why is that? I mean, did you notice? I mean, okay, I, I don't know. But in the last like 10 years or so, I noticed that kids' movies are a lot more... Um, a lot more fuzz. Yeah, exactly. They're more about giving you the fuzzies and giving it a warm, comforting feeling. But when you know, back in the day, children's movies had no qualms about scaring the shit out of you, and I don't know why. I don't know I what drugs they were like, on or what trauma they had, but they were messed up. Maybe that generation was raised on negative reinforcement, whereas you know nowadays positive reinforcement is more prevalent or is encouraged. Is that your professional opinion as a father or as a director? <laughs> as a dad. I don't know about you, but but when Misha was saying like back in the day, like I was hoping he'd do a grandpa voice with that because that would be perfect. Back in the day. <laughs> You do it my time. No, no, okay, fuck you. You know what? You could even go before my 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 time. No. <laughs> I was kind of hoping he'd slip and date no, no, himself no. Look, look, look. Okay, we talked a little bit about this in the Disney episode. Oh, but like yeah. for example, you you got Snow White's mom. What the hell? What? She's got like this whole witch thing in the basement. She's got mom. She 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 transforms, and that that shit is scary. I saw that for the first time. In a reissue on the big screen. So, <laughs> <laughs> screw you guys. Had I had to note it was a reissue. Guys, it really re-issue was now. a reissue. <laughs> Back in my time, we didn't such no way. But like those <laughs> early Disney movies, they were all messed up. I, I, I how, Pinocchio, Pinocchio. Oh, you Pinocchio, got man. these kids. They just want to have fun. 
You know, they just want to drink and smoke and play pool. And, and next thing you know, they're turning into donkeys. Oh yeah, that was also one of the suggestions by JC over on Instagram. That I, Pinocchio shit, man. He was like, that shit scared the fuck I, out of I, me. I hated that. Like when that I saw the scary. silhouettes of those kids transforming into freaking into freaking donkeys, and then you hear the sounds that go along with it from kids crying and wailing, you know, and then their <gasps> their their voices that, just that makes it worse. I know it's worse. Ugh. You can't. You, you only see the shadows, but the sheer sound design of everything. The screams transitioning into a Ee-aw. so. I'm not gonna try to like, do it. Like, but either way, it, it just were, plays with your imagination, doesn't like it? If, if they were like cute cartoon donkeys, you know, maybe they could still talk. He's like, "Oh, Pinocchio, help us!" But no, they they make donkey noises. <laughs> Legit donkeys. Talking about you know, I'm a real donkey. Silhouettes. <laughs> That's just, that's just sick. <laughs> that's just how oh, real it, it was. And, and you know, we've established before that I got issues with body horror, and that that is as horrifying as it it's, gets. It's funny. Really. It's funny that you you bring that up, like body horror in kids' movies, because I want to mention The Little Mermaid too. Oh yeah, I do. I hate you so much right now. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know what scene I'm talking about, right? Ariel's fins splitting into feet. Uh, I mean, it's like, a dream come true for her, but it's like the process is just like. I don't know. If you look at it scientifically, like she would have like one tailbone for her fin, right? No. Then you would have to split that down no. in the middle. Like legs. You know, just to be completely graphic about describing it, right? You have to split the spine down the middle, split the legs. Gross. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't know. Just being graphic about this. It's like you're deboning <laughs> Ariel. You're like oh, picking her out to make sashimi. What the hell's wrong with you? That's, oh that's essentially what Ursula did. <laughs> and to add to that, this all happened in Ursula's lair where you see the, the seaweed soul people. You know, Those with their unfortunate faces. Souls? Yes, exactly. The Can we please yeah. talk about that? <laughs> it's like creepy. I never even got to the transformation of Ariel the first time I saw it because I couldn't get past that fucking garden. I left the room. <laughs> yeah, you know what they look like? I don't know. Like they look like lampreys. Lampreys. Oh. No, but okay, it's it's similar. My problem with those guys is the same as the donkeys. It's like you can see it in their eyes that they just want to talk. They just want to go home. They want to cry for help, but they can't because they can't talk anymore because now they're plants. Yeah, but it's oh, their fault. They made a deal with, you know, deal with the devil or so to speak. I don't know. Because they obviously had a contract with Ursula that, you know, they wanted something out of it. They couldn't fulfill their end. Listen, this is why you, we got to read the terms and conditions. Because you never know <laughs> if we're going to turn into like seaweed people who can't talk in Ursula's garden. Ursula's a straight up hustler, man. It's like, yeah, you didn't read the fight print. You didn't read the fight print. So... Garden time. Yep. Well, Garden that's time. what you get for signing a contract with Divine. Oh my god! <laughs> Why do I feel like she was actually inspired by Divine? She was. She really oh, was. Cool. Okay, yeah, all right. I see it. No, okay, that's really cool though. She's totally like a John Waters queen. character in a Disney yes. movie. Oh, oh, oh! That makes it more messed up. I know, right? <laughs> now, imagine her dancing like in a hairspray, the the original oh. one. <laughs> That I'm so uh, never mind. I'm yeah, so imagining just, Ursula I, in I pink, pink I flamingo. No, <laughs> I, still, I didn't really feel bad about Ariel though, because you know she's selfish, selfish little girl. 
as I have already established in our Disney After Dark episode available on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Absolutely. And Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, wherever you want to get your podcasts. Listen to that. Hey, hey. It is traumatizing as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For different I don't know reasons. why right, you Misha? people, you know, we were all just sharing. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Misha? What, you we were, were all just sharing in the Disney After Dark. Weren't you know, going to show you, us a whole new world? You don't got to make a thing <laughs> about it. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> anyway, ah. yeah. So um, I was hoping Ariel's transformation would like be some sort of Sailor Mooney kind of transformation because we all love looking at that, which they could have gone for, but no, they did not. Nope. How would that even work? Assholes. Like the scales would come off and there'd be legs underneath and the seashells would go flying and replaced with human clothes? Yeah, we just wanted so her seashells nice to go flying. Sparkly. Don't be a pervert, Andrew. She is underage. Oh, she's damn. a fish. Yeah. Well, she's human. <laughs> un- she's human underage because clearly she's oh, legal God. under the sea. She can sign oh, contracts. God, you guys. She can sign yeah. contracts at the age of sixteen under the sea. Just goes okay. to show you how stupid she is. Like signing contracts and stuff, feeling all adult. Hey, her father was a douchebag who was trying to break a legally binding agreement between his daughter and the drag queen. We are Ursula apologists here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love Ursula. I love her attitude. I love her look. You know, she just got her priorities mixed up. Yeah, I guess so. She was villains. fabulous, though. There is. She was. She really Fabulous. All right, so we got All more right, yeah. from for children's movies. Um, Disney in particular has a lot of them. I would also like to share Fantasia. I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. In Fantasia, uh. I could not watch as a kid. I still haven't watched it to this day because the devil was just so fucking Fuck scary. Yeah. I, I think for a lot of kids in our generation would find that scene to be trauma. You know, watching it, what? And for sure, we'd, we'd all have seen that before we were 10 years old and every kid who's seen that that sequence in this movie was that was messed up traumatized that, 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 that night on bald mountain sequence where all, all the spirits of the night are just <laughs> flocking to this mountain I don't like this I don't like why am I scared by a cartoon mm-hmm. but, but we were looking at dancing flowers before this and hippos pink hippos in tutus <laughs> I know what did we do to deserve this that was fucking traumatizing I swear Maybe Disney was working through something, you know? You know, like, I kind of want to break the mold because we've been talking about Disney too much. Like, too much House of Mouse. Um, I'm pretty sure, like, Warner oh, Brothers oh, have boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I had to. Anyway. Couldn't help it. Gosh, body horror. Warner Brothers back no. <laughs> Oh, no. Ariel's feet. <laughs> Ursula. <laughs> Holy shit, you could do that? I could. <laughs> oh my god. The chaos. Yeah. I can't. So, uh yeah, I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers had their own animation studio to match with Disney's success back then. Well, I, I know they tried like to do their own features when the Disney Renaissance thing kicked in, but I'm gonna take it to a little bit before the Disney Renaissance. Let's go back to like the 80s and when former Disney animator Don Bluth started making his own films because he said that the House of Mouse was too scared to take chances. House of Mouse didn't want to scare kids anymore. So he went out and he made some tr- some children's films that had great animation but absolutely horrifying imagery. I'm talking about stuff like 
an American tale and the secret of Nim and the oh, fucking land before time. Land before time. I love secret of Nim. That was one of my favorites back then. I wanted like this ruby necklace I, kind of thing. To watch <laughs> secret of Nim again. It was yeah, scary. like some some sparkly little jewel and all the cute little mousies. But so, yeah, I I understand how some of the imagery or actually the animation style would kind of be scary. Because Don Bluth he grew up like on the classic Disney movies, and they wouldn't let him make anything like that. So he opened his own shop, and that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Like he was one of the first few to break away from Disney and be successful. Mm. What, what was what was scary? Because I haven't seen The Secret of Nim in a long time. Like I don't, like, I, don't I don't think I've seen it in the past twenty five years. So can you name me the one scene that was scary? Well, it's about these rats, mice, fine, whatever. They were experimented on to like be, and they became more intelligent, basically. And it's basically all the things that can kill you if you're a mouse. Oh, that that there in itself is pretty traumatic. <laughs> That's a pretty dark theme to run with yep. for kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's pretty cool too. But, but then you have a land bef- the land before time. Oh, oh fuck. Makes me cry every <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> so I'm like, what? Yun talaga yung, what did we do to deserve this? <sighs> I don't know. The first one... Uh, no, no, saw we it, stop at one. We ignore we, the 11 others that came after in home video. 11? I'm, I'm not even kidding. I think they're still making them. Jesus Christ. I think they still are. They're like a man before time, 20, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They, they just they wouldn't stop making animated sequels. But let's go back to the it's first like, one, the traumatizing one. So when does the meteor hit? <laughs> <laughs> they had so much time, you know, like. Or when does Scrat and, you know, Ray Romano show up? That'll be fun too. Uh, Wait, but. It's a different the, franchise. Land Before Time. Yeah, you're right. Land Before Time, you know, had this little baby dinosaur and his mommy little dinosaur. Fun. And, you know, she dies. She fucking dies yeah. on screen. Yep. Yeah, pretty sad. sad. It's like it's like traumatic in a really sad way. And I think we could we could also chalk it up to some children's films making us cry and feel all depressed and shit. So we have that example. We have Mufasa's death. We have <sighs> Bambi's, Bambi's mom. mom. Bambi's Dumbo's mom. Dumbo's mom. Dumbo's yeah. mom gets lashed and chained and taken away like yeah. an animal. Yes, and, and I mean, fine, she's an animal, like, but like an animal. But like, do they? But do they have to die? <laughs> really? I think there's somebody made a joke. Like, there's a rule that you know Disney characters can only have one parent at any given time. It's either one or none. They can never have both. Oh god. Yeah, I, I think I think I've seen that joke before. Like, yeah. Well, don't to think about it. I mean, every single Disney character is either an orphan or a single parent child. Uh-huh. I, that's true. Even that, that's why there's so many step parents. I think that still. Or lives up. That, that, I, I think that trope still lives up to this day because up until the latest Disney princess Raya, she was she had a single father as a parent. Mm, although Rapunzel had both her parents, but she was taken away, so I don't think that counts. Right. She was still oh. kind of raised by a stepmother kidnapper, step kidnapper. Step kidnapper. <laughs> step, <laughs> that step, is step. true. Yeah. That is true. But yeah, uh, uh, thanks, by the way, to uh, Nika and to Ate Joanna and um, Ate Anna, who all sent in some of those examples. Like we just mentioned, Mufasa, Dumbo's mom, Bambi, all traumatized us as children because it was just so fucking sad. I think yeah. it was, it's probably some of our first 
encounters with actual death as kids. That's why it just feels so heavy. Because it's it's yeah. probably gonna bring back that memory of us realizing what death what death is at that mm-hmm. age, mm-hmm. which is why it's extra traumatizing. And 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 the Bambi one that I think that is the worst because because well okay fine Mufasa was pretty bad but if yeah. your brother is Jeremy Irons you know you're gonna get it at some point but <laughs> <laughs> but 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 Bambi you know just a oh, gunshot off screen. Yeah. You got nothing except the kid's reaction. And then next thing you know, his dad is all like, you know, or whoever the hell is the, 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 the king stag deer person. He's all like, gotta go. Uh, Doesn't even let him mourn his mother. Like, that's Actually, life. Dumbo's pretty sad too. You see his mom being chained and lashed and stuff. I remember also feeling like so bad after watching that. Yeah, nobody wants to see their parents suffering, mom yeah. or dad. Imagine Aww. seeing your mom and dad being chained and oh, uh-huh. oh my god. Never mind. Yeah. That was extra depressing. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, we can also pick up to uh, all the way to Pixar. Although we were kind of old already by the time Up came out, so it wasn't as traumatizing. It was just already a reality. But um Nika mentioned good dinosaur when the dad gets swept by the flood and dies. Wow, that's so graphic. Like Disney hates your parents. That's what Disney does. They hate your parents. They'll kill your parents. I'm just not sure in the timeline if it was already owned by Disney back then, but Pixar still really manages to squeeze the tears out of you. That is true. Now that you mentioned waterfalls, because I'm going to mention... Don't go chasing them. (laughs) What's that song? What's that song? Don't I don't know that song. Jason <laughs> no, no, you don't know. Don't that. go Jason Waterfalls. Who's Jason? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, I, I swear, also a very popular misheard lyric. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Who's Jason? Mention Waterfalls. Is, I'm going to mention an obscure Disney movie. It's called The Rescuers Down Under, which was a sequel. Okay, I love that flick. That is yeah. not obscure. I not a lot of people know about it. Like most of the people I've talked about haven't even heard of the rescuers, the first one. That's <gasps> where they practice their CGI so they could do Beauty and the Beast. Down under, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So um because CGI yeah. didn't exist for part one. Remember of the that bad that evil crocodile dundee villain they had for that movie, and then him falling to a waterfall down where the crocodiles were? That really scared me. It's like for the longest time I was scared of crocodiles because of that movie. I, I think it's always valid to be scared of crocodiles, Anjo. <laughs> They're fucking crocodiles. No. Hey, yeah. hey, the, the, to a the, point the, where the... I couldn't swim in the pool because I think there'd be crocodiles. Down oh. yeah. <laughs> but hey, uh, Peter Pan's crocodile was kind of goofy. I liked him. Yeah, but oh yeah, I love that one. No, because apparently you think that nobody is shown in Peter Pan being eaten by a crocodile. But That's can, true. But in, in, the, in the rescuers down under, you would see they were closing in on him before they would cut away because you knew what was coming. It's going to be implied. Mm-hmm. So that, that was like, oh my God, that's horrific. It's like, because in Tarzan, they had something really scary, but it didn't Oh yeah, Tarzan. Tarzan's Tarzan was uh, messed up too. Yeah. Gorillas murdered his parents. No, the leopard killed his parents. Did you even see and how like, Clayton and dies? And how the bad... Too? Yeah, you find how that he too. dies. The oh, shadows yeah. of him getting like stuck. Um, yes. When he, he, he got falls into like vines. vines. He and, like hung, hangs himself with vines and then a lightning uh, 
the lightning strikes and then you see the shadow of it. It's like, what the Wait, fuck? Wait, I remember that wrong. Up. In my head, he got umbraged by the gorillas. Wait. No. no, he did not get umbridged by the no, gorillas. He got, I'm sorry. He, but he, I'm pretty sure Umbridge got raped by all those centaurs. Oh Rape my is God. not funny, God. children. Uh, Look, Harry knew what he was doing, okay? Did you see his face? He's all like, Christ. I can't tell lies. Do what you want with her. Oh, yeah. that's messed up. Anyway, let's please move on from that image and move on to other traumatizing stuff. Speaking of Umbridge, somebody kind of parallel to Umbridge in a children's movie. Dolores Umbridge. Maxi here mentioned anything with Miss Trumbull. Yeah. <laughs> if you're scared of Dolores fucking Umbridge, oh you will God. be totally frightened by Miss Trunchbull of Matilda. Anything with her, absolutely terrifying. Did you that know that she was true. on Petunia, right? She was also in Harry Potter, the third one. Wait, she was on was Petunia? That her? Yeah, that she was on Petunia. Uh, no, not on Petunia. Why was on she on Petunia? She was Aunt Marge. That makes more sense. Oh, shit. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Sorry, not Aunt Petunia, Aunt Marge. That what her. the actual hell? That makes yeah. sense. That is so actually she, perfect. Casting. She plays this terrifying authority figure really well, though. Yeah, <laughs> it would like, be funny. Trishful. Like, if it really was Aunt Petunia this whole time and she was hiding her former Olympic career, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Harry. She breeds bulldogs. Yo, Harry, you want some chocolate cake? Oh no! Actually, that's also one thing I would like to mention as a seeing the traumatizing okay. as a kid. I could okay, not eat some chocolate cake. Oh, I could not eat chocolate cake for <laughs> so long. Oh, yeah, Bruce spoke trotter. Oh god, that was so scary, especially with how they treat some shots in Matilda. They do these extreme close-ups of Miss Trunchbull's face, her yeah. all sweaty and wide-eyed with her. Scary, scary, yep. scary eyes. And, face. It's like, yep. and you Nasty. also see this kid being force-fed chocolate cake with that extreme close-up to the point that he's going to vomit. It's just... Galing uh, Danny DeVito, no? Like, I didn't was, know Danny DeVito could do that. He was the director yeah, of Matilda. That, that kid, that kid, he was like the real-life version of that pancake-eating rabbit. Oh, in that's so cool. <laughs> The boy this was not the pancake. <laughs> pancake, pancake. This was pancake. not cute at all. This was just so. Yeah, uh, I couldn't look at chocolate cake for a while. Me too. That really did traumatize me as well. So, blah, blah. I mean, like one slice looked, you know, like looks scrumptious, but then but how you is see that? The you know, I, I need to ask. Cake. So, what is it about these movies, right, where you're willing to accept a grown woman hurling a child <laughs> through the air? But a chocolate cake is what fucks you up. I know, right? <laughs> wait, wait. I don't, you, the the I chocolate don't know. cake fucks you up more than the chokey. <laughs> Dude, the, the fucking chokey is scary. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the, immer- the imagery of chocolate cake. And it's something that you can like see in real life. So I think that makes it more traumatizing. Something more accessible. Because I doubt many people can like throw me up in the air like that. So it's fine. <laughs> that is true. But you know what's, uh, what, what Andre mentioned about Danny DeVito directing the movie? And he's actually a pretty good writer-director. Because like, he, he, he played like, you know, Matilda's uh, horrible, horrible parent. Like, yes. And he and his wife, they, they, his then wife, he was married to Rhea Perlman at the time. 
Yep. Um, they played the parents, right? And and um, Maya, Maya Wilson, who played um, Matilda, her mother was actually dying of cancer while they were Ooh. shooting this movie. Yeah. I heard that was the reason why she stopped acting. Oh, Partially, yeah. So sad. But but the thing is, like, while her mom was dying and she had to do her chemotherapy treatments and all that, Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman told the mom, you know, your kid can stay with us whenever she needs to. And to this day, they remain her favorite um, quote unquote uncle and auntie because they took care of her while her mom was dying. And oh, they said sweet. that, and she never made it to the premiere. She passed away before the movie came out. But Danny DeVito re- revealed like this year recently that he actually showed a rough cut of the film to the mom before she passed so she could see her oh. daughter's movie. Oh, my my heart. My so heart. you watch it again, you see how horrible Danny DeVito is to this girl and how wonderful he was to her in real life. Danny DeVito, I love your work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Danny DeVito, by the way, somebody mentioned something about him as well. So mm-hmm. Steph here said a scene that traumatized her was Danny DeVito eating fish as the penguin. Yeah, it's kind of messed up. <laughs> it's kind of messed Danny up. Danny DeVito as the penguin as Oswald Cobblepot, Cobblepot was messed up because yeah. not only did he eat raw fish because that's <laughs> expected of a penguin. I mean, we eat sushi. He bit the, he bit the guy's nose off in that, that movie. That is true. Because I remember specifically that Danny DeVito was fucking fucked me up when I was a kid, when I watched Batman Returns. That movie yeah, fucked yeah. up a lot of kids, to be fair. Well, His not blood fair. was black. His I blood just... was black. Ooh, that, that was what fucked me up. Not the fish. It was <laughs> actually the dying penguin when, you know, the dying penguin that was brought into the water by living penguin. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to follow yeah, this. Okay, so the dying Oswald Cobblepot that was being that was brought into the water of the sewers with all his blood, black, greenish blood, like oozing out of his mouth while he was sinking down to the bottom. That was some scary imagery. Why is it, it black really though? Maybe it was just the lighting. You know, it's dark in the sewer. Uh, I, I want to Google. Know. I want to Google penguin blood. <laughs> Why would you still never you Google, Google penguin blood? Penguin blood. That's gonna fuck up your Google algorithm as much as Misha's. Just don't do it. I'm telling it. Don't do Why it. Don't you, Why don't you? En- Google? Enjoy my ASMR for my typing. I already checked if penguins have black blood. You do not want that to be Google. Oh boo! It's not black. Then why? Do not click images. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> the like, thing, though. It's red. I'm disappointed. But it's so horribly, red. horribly red. Apparently, <laughs> penguins are super violent to each other. Yes, they are. And they can, like, they, they leave bloody carcasses. Yep. Mm. You know what? Speaking about so this movie, talking about this movie, <laughs> it's Tim Burton, though. I mean, that's expected. To, I with guess. Tim Burton. He, you know, he has this whole aesthetic thing where everything is, is gothic to a point. Like, he made Charlie... Even in gothic times, I don't think people had black blood. Gothic through his eyes. Come on, like Edward Scissorhands scared me. Like he did when I saw it oh, as a kid. I, like he scared Edward me. Edward Scissorhands was hella scary. Yeah, he was, yeah. Well, he was like what a robot clone corpse thing. He was basically Frankenstein who was missing. Who you know who his creator didn't wasn't able to finish. His creator was freaking Vincent Price, who was like in a bajillion see? horror movies. See? Vincent Price. See, <laughs> there was no way his kid was gonna be normal. Very true. Yeah. Look at it this way. Oh, I couldn't get any hands from the cemetery. 
what am I going to use for my child? Oh, I got these things lying around. Oh my God. He actually held up scissors. (laughs) (laughs) They were on the desk. Okay, but rewatching Edward. I have scissors too. That's a really good movie. (laughs) That's a a really good movie, but it's a fantastic movie. The imagery is pretty fucking scary for a kid. Yeah. And and it doesn't have that, that, that Edward's got all these scars all over. Mm-hmm. It kind of scared me when he rescued Winona Ryder's kid and then checking to help him and he was actually cutting his face with his hands. Right? Yep. Uh, uh, if you watch up, it as a kid, it's like, nah. nope. Well, and also, can I just say, like, Tim Burton and children's movies, you know, those things shouldn't go together. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, like, like Batman Returns, right? With with Danny DeVito as the Penguin and all that. That was the first time that McDonald's ever canceled a Happy Meal because the the media said that kids were crying in the cinemas. So you know, <laughs> Penguin McDonald's was like, "What the actual hell, Warner Brothers? <laughs> why?" And that's why they got Joel Schumacher to do Forever, uh, Batman Forever, and Batman Robin later on because yeah, they were too scared to let Tim Burton direct again. Okay. Those Batman movies were traumatizing for very different reasons. <laughs> they were so bad. Nipples. Bat like, nipples. Bat nipples. Oh. Uh, bat nipples. And it wasn't until a toy company released like this, you know, like Batman and Robin from Batman Forever that I realized, like, oh my God, they gave Robin a huge crutch. And then I asked Misha, Misha, is that really designed that way? And he says, yep. Yeah. He showed me a studio photo of the costume. I was like, oh my God. Yep. Joel Schumacher really... See, really- this is what I did to my algorithm for you. I type Robin, costume, Batman Forever, crotch. I'm like, why did I do that? You know, why do I type these things? I don't know. I click save image. <laughs> <laughs> send to Anjo. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Why didn't you send it to me? Oh, it's Chris O'Donnell. Does anyone really still like Chris O'Donnell? Yeah, it's, and yeah actually, it's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. Joel Schumacher. And then he cast... Maybe he was just really thirsty. And then Schumacher just cast Arnold Schwarzenegger for the... For, for Mr. Freeze. That was very traumatizing, actually. Yes. See? For different for, reasons. For the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. For all the wrong uh, reasons. So... Man, children's movies were messed up back in the day. <laughs> yes, they were. And, and actually, um, we can also mention right here, uh, you did say toys earlier. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about Toy Story. The creepy baby face spider toy from the original ah. Toy Story submitted by Dino, which I completely agree with. You know what else is scary? Another fucked up toy from that series is in the third baby. one. In the big third baby. one. That that monkey baby. with the symbols. Oh shit! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah the dude. alarm. The, yeah, the 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 the, 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 the really big eyes. Yes. Oh, and they, oh, they, they always put a red spotlight every time he would go off, right, just to make, add effect to it. Mm-hmm. Because it's a symbol monkey from hell. <laughs> I don't know. I was also kind of freaked out by the Barbie legs crane uh, fishing rod thing. <laughs> you mean the oh god <laughs> the first one oh yeah I remember yeah from the first one right right up in the alley of a creepy baby face spider thing you know Ugh. it gets worse right because that should have gone in Disney after dark so like it's got these Barbie legs like with the fishing rod right with, yep. uh, on top and there's a hook uh, at the end it's a hooker oh it's, I'm, I didn't make that up That that's a thing that's an actual mm. thing mm. it will entice you with the legs and then 
<laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah, no, it was on this that. list of like adult jokes you missed in Pixar. Like, I totally Sid missed had, that. Sid had a literal Ooh. hooker. He made it his own hooker. And With that's legs. why he's a garbage man. <laughs> Sid. Uh, oh, and speaking of hookers, can we talk about... <laughs> wow. We... <laughs> that is no. not a segue we get to use often. I'm, ser- <laughs> I'm serious. Hookers, I'm serious. What are we serious. talking about now? After okay, hookers. Okay, 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 okay. I'm serious though. We'll talk about AI. Set by Steffi, okay? AI. She was very traumatized by Jude Law as the atrocious tap dancing robot prostitute. Jigolo's <laughs> <laughs> hair was traumatizing. G-film, why is there a fucking gigolo in here? To be honest, I, I'm more traumatized by Jude Law's receding and oh and, and and his receding and his unreceding hairline, depending what movie you're watching. Oh god. But I, 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 know, I like, did Haley like, Joel yeah, Osment uh, he was, in that movie. Though. No, uh, Haley Joel Osment is well, when he was a kid, you know, he was creepy. Now he's just this big bearded happy guy. But oh my god, he's so cute now, though. He's he, like, he, he looks like a bear. You see him in the boys. He's like, oh, look at you. Let me squeeze your face. Yeah, but you'll <laughs> hate him in the Entourage movie. Oh my god, he was such a douchebag in the Entourage movie. He was. He was good. Like he out douchebagged all the douchebags on Entourage. Yep. That <laughs> and he did look a lot good. Out douchebagging them. <laughs> Wait, wait, well, no, 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 but Jude Law, yes, because he mm. was like, okay, Haley Joel Osment was like the, the most advanced android, right? Mm. That's why people were scared of him because he was too real. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was creepy to them. But Jude Law looked like, like a six foot Ken doll. That's what he looked like. He was plastic, mm-hmm. he was glossy, it mm-hmm. was, it was unnatural. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to break out into some. He was plastic. That's fantastic. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair. Undress me. Wait. We were singing this as kids? Yes, yeah. yes, you were. Yeah, that's yeah. why that's why Mattel tried to sue them. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> said, yes, you yes, you were. Does that mean like you weren't a kid when we were singing it? You were singing it as an adult? Just asking. I was in grade school. You go screw yourself. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, Jude Law, his his face is just like creepily porcelain. He was mm-hmm. moving so robotically as well. Yes. And the and smile. Then he was talk- like, and the smile his, that he would give. Yes. You know, yes. like how empty a smile can look. Right? Like, mm-hmm. You know what he looked like, Andre? He looked like he looked like he looked like the Toy Man, Superman the animated series. Ah. That's creepy. That is fucking creepy because he had this mm-hmm. glassy-eyed thing going on. Yeah, and he goes on to talk about how he knows women so much. It's like, ah. yes, Jude Law, <laughs> you're not enticing no. us. <laughs> no, I mean it's you're just hot, but how not there. This acting was. That's true, it's though. Cool. It's pretty cool. Like even <laughs> even Haley Joel Osment as a kid, like he really creeped me out in that movie with his smiles. Hello, mommy. I love <laughs> you, mommy. It's like, oh my god, I don't want this kid. It's like the Omen. <laughs> you know what <laughs> else is creepy? Robot Omen. You, you know nope. what else is creepy is that. Jude Law is like young Dumbledore in the Fantastic Beasts thing. Mm-hmm. And then in 11 years, he becomes old Dumbledore. Huh? <laughs> Jude Law, if you look at the timeline of Harry Potter, from Jude looking like Jude Law, it only takes him 11 years to look like the Dumbledore we know. Magic! <laughs> look, Obi-Wan Kenobi had a fucking excuse. He spent 19 years in the desert to become old Obi-Wan from Ewan McGregor. But Dumbledore, I don't know what his excuse is. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. 
fair enough. Well, actually, she dang had a theory. She's all like, you know, maybe Grindelwald did it to him. Oh, actually. We will see this in the third movie if it's any good. Well, well, even if the it's first not. two any good. Yeah, good yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And now Johnny Depp's not even in the third one. It's going to be Mads Mikkelsen. I like Mads Mikkelsen, but... Mm, uh, yeah, he doesn't deserve to just be picking up Johnny Depp's sloppy seconds. Yeah. yeah. He deserves better. But magic! <laughs> <laughs> Is that your old Dumbledore voice? Harry Potter. Ask me why I put my name in the in the in the Goblet of Fire. Come on, guys. Ask, 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 ask. That's not old Dumbledore. He just you know, old Dumbledore. No, Richard okay, Harris was so much fine. older. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he died after the second one. Oh yeah. my god. Uh, Moving on. Um, I also want to get to um, something that Ted uh, sent in. Since uh, let's talk about Batman Begins. So he was actually particularly traumatized when Scarecrow was imagining what Batman looked like under the fear toxin, that like trippy imagery in that one. Right, so that, right, right. He looked I mean, like a bat pretending I mean, to be a man. Yeah, well, like a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Are you quoting from the bad from Batman from College Humor? <laughs> no. Um, no. And um, there's also the mummy scarab that in the mummy when the scarab digs into the guy's skin and Brendan Fraser took it out with a knife. That yeah, that always Rika. sucks when they're. I'm, dig, with, I'm digging my own grave, but yeah, that kind of sucks. No, there's like a living thing inside you. Anything Blah. with creepy crawlies is gross. Like Oogie Boogie from the Nightmare Before Christmas also scared <laughs> me when they, you know, oh, yeah. ultimately unzip. Or sorry, did they unzip? Was it no? It wasn't unzipping. They basically on a loose thread. It revealed that it was full of bugs. Anything with bugs, like ugh, scarabs. Joe's no. apartment. Fucking uh, mess. <laughs> I I know they I know they meant to make the cockroaches cute, but it did not work for me. No, no, you know, not that doesn't work. All. MTV, you do not give roaches chipmunk voices to make them sound cute because they will never sound cute. They're roaches, they're fucking disgusting. Roaches, <laughs> <laughs> but although oh. I like that part where they, you know, roll this gigantic albatross thing into that, you know, like run down garden and it just made everything miraculous afterwards. That was so stupid. I was ne- I was never able to relax during that entire movie because I was just like that grossed out. Right. Swear to God. Uh, okay, I- so we can also get to uh, Jurassic Park. It had some pretty gruesome kills. I mean, it's a given that it's dinosaurs and people are gonna get eaten. Rawr. And you see, you you do watch that, but some scenes are particularly extra scary. Like for um, Instagram user Jason Ganier, he says, uh, the dog-sized dinosaur in Jurassic Park 1 that spits black liquid on the fat nerd guy. Wow. The Dilophosaurus. (laughs) Oh, nerd. (laughs) No, it's cool because the fucking Dilophosaur killed, what's his face? Newman from Seinfeld. I can live with that. Oh, God. Nedry. Never mind, I'm not gonna. No, his name was Nedry in that movie, but he's Newman in Seinfeld. Wayne, 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 there you go. Wayne Knight. Yeah. Wayne Knight is the actor. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) His name was Dennis Nedry. Dennis Nedry, there we go. There we go. (laughs) Speaking of Jurassic Park, something that also traumatized me as a kid when the teeny tiny ones just like ate up this little girl. Oh, yeah. 
No, that the eighth fucking A. That would in be the a, Yes, at the very beginning of the yes. sequel. Yeah. They were Mommy, mommy, look, I found something. No. And then a whole bunch of little pro compsognathuses get up in her ass. I love how you know these names. Or what? compies what? for short. Compies? What? A procompsognathus. It's a scavenger. About the size of a chicken. Yeah. Do you know all these names because you got the- I like dinosaurs. You know, like okay. <laughs> dinosaurs are cool. Yeah, that di- dinosaurs are cool. But Jurassic Or Park- were you alive when they were alive? I was not. <laughs> she did not. <laughs> she did. I love you. But, but actually but I, what, Jurassic what scared had- me more what's scarier for me as opposed to like this giant t-rex biting your head off and you're you're dead in an instant but Mm -hmm. when you have these hundreds of tiny dinosaurs nipping at your skin yes yes that's worse it's a slow and painful death that's how also they that they they killed what's his name peter stormare in the second movie the same way he was the guy with the taser Oh yeah, that was him. I did not yeah, realize my it. favorite Russian astronaut from Armageddon. But you know, like Jurassic Park had a lot of really scary moments. Like the f- the first, the intro of the first one was scary. That's what pretty much set the tone for me as a kid watching it. It's like, oh, I'm in for a scary movie. Apparently, it's not a scary movie because <laughs> mm-hmm. we see them transporting a Velociraptor. At that time, I didn't know it was a Velociraptor. We just see a guy being pulled into a crate. Right, right. That was, was so like, cool. That was fucking scary as a kid. Like, that that's was scary. cool. And then we get to the scene where their cars stop moving while they're on the trial tour. Mm-hmm. And the lawyer just gets too freaked out, runs into the bathroom to hide. Lo and behold, he gets eaten while sitting on a toilet bowl. That uh-huh. fucked me up as a kid. It's like, uh uh-uh, I'm not finishing this movie. Fuck you guys. <laughs> you I'm glad that's your takeaway and not, I'm never sitting on a toilet again. <laughs> <laughs> Like we, man, dude. Like he has a choice. But I don't know. Maybe can stand. If you're a five year old kid, you could get away with not sitting on the toilet. And you are not five. <laughs> please, <laughs> please be reminded, you are not five. I, I, I think it's forgivable if you were like ten. <laughs> can Can I be honest though? Like Jurassic Park, I think honestly. So I told you like how I ran out of the room because I couldn't deal with Ursula and her fucking garden of of woe. Um, the Jurassic Park, I think, is the movie that made me fall in love with being scared at the movies. You know, mm-hmm. fine. It, it it came to me later, like holy shit, they look real, right? Dinosaurs, but. For me, it was more about just the experience of it where I was scared to death, but I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. I wanted to see everything. It was amazing. Rawr. I'm pretty sure it was. Rawr. And uh, yeah, I saw the, I, I, when I saw the 20th anniversary three in 3D at on the IMAX in in Moa. You oh, know, miss theaters. That Ooh. was it was just it just took me right back, you know. I went with my senior editor, brought our assistant, we played hooky, you know, for like half a day and we just fucking watched Jurassic Park and it was it was amazing. Oh I'm sure. Damn. It's nice. Oof. I'm I know. speaking of Jurassic Park and Steven Spielberg, I started to remember Indiana Jones. Like that one freaking scary scene where um, we see face-melting things. That was cool. See, that's why you don't fuck with God. Yep. Like, <laughs> you don't fuck for, with the power of God. Luckily for Indy, he, he knew to look away. And all the, that were, you know, all those people who had their faces melted deserved it. 
the thing about those Indiana Jones movies is sure they got great stunt work and practical effects and shit, but they were all chock full of scary things. Okay. Like in the second movie, they had that. I'm not even going to talk about the heart ripping scene from the second one, because what was more horrifying was that fucking dinner of bugs that they were made to eat. In that oh, second was that, movie, was that the oh, dinner of monkey again. brains too? Or monkey they? brains were that was monkey dessert, brains. chilled monkey brains. Ooh, that's yeah. disgusting. Or uh, in the third one, where that guy like ages a hundred years, like in in ten seconds, like right before because he chose the wrong holy grail to drink out of. See, you do oh, not yeah. fuck with God, especially if you're a Nazi. Yes, you do not. Well, I think by association, if you are already a Nazi, you're kind of like. Crossing yeah. that line. You're, you're lost. You're already you, you already lost. Nope. <laughs> yeah, you're already there, buddy. So get ready for the bugs. <laughs> mm-hmm. The only thing scary in the fourth movie was a CGI. Oh god. <laughs> CGI. So fucking bad that fourth movie. I don't know. Like CGI, it's either, you know, they're it's hit and miss. It can be very polarizing. Like, mm-hmm. It's it's hit know. and miss. It's how you use it, I guess. Yeah, <clears throat> like how Peter Jackson used it for the Lord of the Rings. Again, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, 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 Lord of the but Rings. The, the, the cool thing yeah, about what Jackson... Deep. That was brilliant. The cool <laughs> thing about how Jackson did the CGI was he mixed and matched. Because exactly. Like, if you're watching pure CGI, your mind catches on at some point. You're watching a cartoon. You're watching a yep. video game cutscene. Yep, yep, but, yep. And that's why the dinosaurs work in that first Jurassic Park movie. They mixed and matched. Sometimes it's CGI. Sometimes it's a robot. Sometimes it's stop yes. motion. So your brain never has time to figure out what exactly yeah. it's seeing. That's Let what Peter mind. Jackson did that was great in The Lord of the Rings. And yeah. that's what Peter Jackson didn't do in those fucking Hobbit movies that were all green screen. Ew, yes. I hate... Uh, the Hobbit was also traumatizing. But I do want to get to Lord of the Rings because honestly, uh, to this day, I am traumatized by that split second of Bilbo Baggins reaching for the ring in Rivendell. <gasps> CGI! Yes! That was messed up. That I, was messed up. That was just like, remember, I remember like Gollum spilling my popcorn. I remember <laughs> a bucket of popcorn. I was like, oh shit, I did not expect that from me. It's like a fucking jump scare, dude, where you least it expect was. it. You're, it really you're was. in Rivel, you're in Rivendell. It's all in Rivendell nice with Archie and, and Reggie. No, that is another traumatizing thing for another day. <laughs> We're in Rivendell with all mm-hmm. the elves yep, and all yep. the fountains and all AKA. the nice. Magical Creatures Retirement Home. Oh, yeah. oh that's true. <laughs> that is actually very true. I would love to yes. retire there, by the way, which mm-hmm. is why I don't understand Bilbo leaving that in the end. But anyway. <laughs> That fucking Bilbo Baggins split second still gets yes. me. I know it's coming, but it still fucking gets me to this day. I hate mm-hmm. it. It's, just, hate it's, it's, hate it's hate the it. kind of thing that you, you, you're going to try and brace yourself for, even if you know it's coming, like, but you really can't time it. When, when it really yeah. was. That was fucking traumatic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 you know, I close second would be Galadriel showing us exactly why she shouldn't have the damn thing. I thought it was pretty. <laughs> it was all right. Am I messed wow. up? Was, Am I messed up for that? It, it was all right, but it was, you know, like, with Frodo I think it's because it's gradual. I think yeah. Bilbo was more messed up, you know, yeah. because Bilbo, Bilbo he, was, he was this nice, kindly old man, you know, he just wanted to celebrate his birthday, you know, he loved his, um, he loved his nephew. Yeah, Frodo was his nephew, yes. right? Yes, he loved his nephew. nephew, you know, his life of traveling with Sherlock Holmes was at an end already, you know. He just, he, he just wanted to, um, just, no, he was with Watson, not Sherlock Holmes. He was, no, he Watson. was Watson. He was Watson, yeah. Yeah, the dragon was Sherlock. 
All right. I forgot. Smaug. Right? For all those few seconds. That was actually Benedict. <laughs> true, true, true. Okay. I forgot. I'm sorry. Okay. That's my bad. Seeing Benedict Cumberbatch in that mocap suit is kind of traumatic <laughs> and funny at the same time. Like, <laughs> oh, Smaug. Oh. It's crazy that Cumberbatch put so much effort into the mocap and he's in the movie for like 15 seconds. <laughs> well, you know, and then he gets shot down in the first 10 minutes of the first... Yeah, the by that guy who killed Han. Oh, the guy that killed Han. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Fucking okay, hell, that was traumatic, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Why did we watch those Hobbit movies? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but... I want to break away from all the fantasy movies to talk about like more grounded movies that I did not expect any traumatizing scenes. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I want to talk about train spotting. Fuck oh. you. Fuck I'll, you in your like, fuck face. Okay, we're we, getting we to know. the depressing part. Uh, it's like, no, oh, that, that, we oh my God. Okay. No. We, we know Danny okay. Boyd is fucking brilliant. Like he's, like he's a really great director. Which is why he's really good with his imagery. Because, you know, he has this vision. Just not that imagery. Oh my god, no. It's probably the most fucked up thing I've seen. In this movie, there are just like two fucked up things I've seen. Like one is probably the, I'm, I'm gonna start with the lesser one. It's it's when Ewan McGregor dives into a fucking toilet bowl. It's like, why would you go? That's just fucking nasty. You do not get some sh- yeah, you, To be you fair, he gets bowl. out of it. He get <laughs> Dude, that was just nasty in this freaking rundown pub with, you know, disease written all over the freaking <laughs> Yes. Diving in that. Apparently, the director told his production team, give me like the filthiest fucking toilet on earth. They delivered. The water was brown with shit too. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was more shit than water. Oh, it makes it worse. It's not <laughs> billionaire. What is it with you, Danny Boylan? Why is this more traumatic to you than the baby on the but, ceiling? Yeah, there we go. The baby. <laughs> and then you know, looks at him. Fucking, when, 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 what's his character's name? Renton's character just goes on a bad trip. Or was that a withdrawal? Like we see the fucking dead baby of his mates or whatever. It's his like friends. crawling on the so ceiling. Like, fucking crawling up the walls, up the ceiling. And then when it gets parallel to his face, we fucking see the baby do the exorcist. What like, looks at him, like ah! Oh, that's fucking nasty. That's not right. Still one of my favorite movies. Train Spotting still is one of my favorite movies. Really? But it's just. I even like the sequel. To be fair. I didn't yeah. give the sequel a chance. Should I? Yeah. You Surprisingly, should. yes. Promise. Okay. Honestly, okay. I was surprised. Okay. I saw it in the cinema. God damn, I miss cinemas. And <laughs> it was totally worth it. How many, shit, years did, how many years did do come come after the first? A lot. Uh, like a yes. lot, right? Like, I think I was still in grade school when the first one came out. No, part of it was because like Danny Boyle and Ewan McGregor had a fight. They didn't talk for years and years and years. What did mm. they fight about? Cheese miss. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think That's one of them wanted to do a movie and the other one didn't want to do that particular movie. So nagtampo yung isa, something like that. Oh, so it took them like twenty years to make the second one. Twenty oh. years. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the cool thing about it is, like, pretty much everybody's in it. So you watch the second one, especially if you still have the first one in your head, you're gonna see a lot of familiar faces. It, it, it's worth checking out. I swear. Bring back Spud. <laughs> it's not. Yes. Yes. Spud is there. But it's not as traumatizing. I'll give you that. Oh, since you're already on the topic of um, something from the late 90s, let's go to the year 2000. We're going to go this 
down this rabbit hole now, guys. Let's get to the depressing shit. <laughs> oh, man. Depressing shit. Uh, depressing shit that traumatized us. I'm gonna just go out and say the last, the entire last sequence of Requiem for a Dream. You know what? Uh, <laughs> fuck that movie. Like, seriously. No, it's a fantastic, brilliantly written, and amazingly shot, well acted, yep. deserves every accolade, but also fuck that movie. Yup! <laughs> so many things <laughs> fucked up in that movie. I yeah, hated. I can't. I hated. I, I hated his mom. I hated Jared Leto's mom going nuts. Like I hated the, everything the, about the, that. The ending. whole interaction with the refrigerator was just fucking scary. Like who would have been? Who would have been scared of a fridge? Like who knew I would be freaked out by a fucking fridge? <laughs> if you saw that one shake rattle and roll, there was that fridge that ate people. I did not see. I did not. I want to watch that. I, I want to watch that though. I mean, after you've seen Requiem for a Dream, no thanks. It's Shake, Rattle, and Roll. It's not Darren Aronofsky. Uh, oh, wow. Ooh. Snob. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, we know that Shake, Rattle, and Roll was, was, wasn't scary after five. Ah, good save. Good save. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like everything is campy afterwards. All right. Wow. I see. And uh, mm-hmm. speaking of a local film, uh, Joni here sent in the response. The uh, the last, the yung, also last sequence, the whole last sequence in Respeto. Because she was like, Akala ko puro rap battle lang po. naman yung message. Pero bigat. And then it got real. Holy hell. It got Go, way for, too for those, real. For those who haven't seen Respeto, can you, you explain? You have to. Can, can, you, can you explain to us what was so traumatizing <sighs> about the last sequence? Uh, basically, yeah, what Misha said, it just got too real because you get into it expecting some awesome eight mile kind of shit because you got Abra. Or at least the, flip top. <laughs> yeah, and flip top <laughs> in, in the whole film doing rap battles and shit. But then you realize the whole context, there's something very political about it. And it has mm-hmm. a very strong statement on extrajudicial killings and uh, you know basically what's happening in the Philippines so it just basically got too real Very especially real. if you were expecting all oh ako si Abra ito na flow whatever I can't I can't rap for my life but you know what especially if that's what you expect if that's what you fucking expect from it it's not 8 mile it's not gonna be 8 mile yo it's fucking dark I think we discussed that before and I had the same problem with it that I did with Fangirl where I thought that it was too on the nose at the end. But again, I differ. Um, We had basically the same conversation and you said that maybe we are just because in a time that we need that kind of heavy-handed messaging. And that made me more depressed (laughs) that we do need... We need to, you know, to, to, to announce these things from the rooftops, what we're trying to say, because otherwise, you know, the messages get lost. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, speaking of fangirl, that was also pretty traumatizing. Uten. Just, <laughs> I yeah. knew it. Sabi ko na, lalabas si Uten eh. Kanino Uten nilalabas? What? Oh no! What? Now that you bring it up, what? He's trying to make a point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come off it. <laughs> uh, don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah, don't be a dick about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, are we ever gonna get past an episode without dick jokes? Andrew can be very hard headed. <laughs> <laughs> I missed you guys. <laughs> 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 
Okay na? Okay na tayo? Yeah. Okay na? Okay. Ano naman titilizing yun? Okay Okay, that wasn't me anymore. Uh, <laughs> I take no responsibility for this. Uh, Fangirl is also traumatizing for very, you know, for many reasons. Is one is the underage sex, Ooh. which is like you know, like a, one of the accessories to what else was pretty scary about it. It's also idol worship was pretty uh-huh. scary. Like if you're going to relate it to modern times or to what the current events in the country. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 So apart from the Oten, which is traumatizing <laughs> for a lot of us. God damn. I don't know. People actually watched age. it for that. This is underage. Be surprised. There are a lot of fucking traumatizing movies that you can watch in October. They don't even need to be horror at this point. Exactly. Yes, yep. yes, yes. Okay. So now we can definitely get to the fun part. There's a fun part, after, please. We need fun the, after all that after shit. After all the depressing shit that we have talked about, let's get to the absolutely most disgusting, traumatizing ones. And there are a lot of oh entries God. that were sent in off with the, that. Off the top of my head, I have one. Oh, God, mm. you showed this I to me and never, it was the worst. What? What is never, this? This is why you should never be mean to your servers in a restaurant. Oh. If you guys seen, <laughs> I know where this is if going. You guys, if you guys seen this movie called Waiting, starring Ryan Reynolds and Gary Russell and Anna Faris. Oh wait, yes, Anna Faris. Okay. Sorry. So it's basically a wait staff, you know, crew in a in a in a restaurant where in a diner. You basically have in a diner. They basically have full control over your food. So if you're being a bitch or an asshole, your servers, they can fuck up your food. They can mess with your food whichever way they want to. Like, uh, Never get it? into a fight with the people. Never fight the, the people who prepare your food. Ever. Uh-uh. Ever. Uh-uh. So Please movie, tell us we... why this was so disgusting and traumatizing. Basically, there's this customer who's being a bitch and they mess with their food. Like, uh, Okay, they added some ingredients such as pubic hair, dandruff, <laughs> spit, if I'm not mistaken. And libag. <laughs> in Tagalog yeah. also, like libag in some libag. areas. Gross. So the pubic hair was called alfalfa sprouts. <laughs> some garlic pepper. <laughs> and then the dandruff was called garlic pepper. And then some gravy, extra sauce for the gravy was the snot or something. <sighs> yep. That was, I don't know, made me gag the whole time. It's just fucking nasty. That you showed me right. the clip. You showed me I the did. clip of that. That I is did. an amazing I, fucking clip. I and think it's I like the clip. This the is group. the opposite of a trailer. This is something you show me, <laughs> so I don't watch it. No, it's mm. good. Ryan Reynolds yeah. is awesome in this movie. Okay, there's this one scene. Okay, there's another movie where they do that. Is this um? It's called Road Trip. Like one of those, you know, one of those movies along the lines of American Pie was Road Trip. So the, this one kid complained Sorry, about his Rick pancakes and, and, the, and the server, and the server just you know rubs it. On his balls and puts it back on his plate, and then we see uh. him take a bite out. That's fucking nasty. And then you see waiting, and they one up this thing by doing an entire line, kitchen line, assembling the food <laughs> with the nastiest, in the nastiest way possible. It's like uh. I love it. That's the only fucking scene that anyone ever remembers from waiting. That's why it's so traumatizing. That's why you remember <laughs> it. Come on, uh. it's the other way around. It's, be- it's because it's traumatizing. That's why you remember it. Yes. It's so messed up, though. It's nasty. 
And oh, something along the lines shit. of that was actually suggested by your wife. <laughs> the, the movies this couple watches. Can I just say? So Posh, she commented with the fi- uh, with a scene from Van Wilder, also a Ryan Reynolds film. Creep dog of- pastry. Just I it. love Van Wilder. Dog, dog pastry. <laughs> and fuck that oh, shit. Oh, that dog. is amazing. This, this poor dog. This dog's name was Colossus. <laughs> and this he was like a bulldog. Yes. And you had like photos of sexy bitches. <laughs> Literally. Sexy bitches. <laughs> Fed it to the frat who was making life hell for the them. boys. No, <laughs> 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 so that was the most disturbing part. Like watching them eat it and actually enjoy it. And you actually hear the guys go, Oh, it's too warm. And then they put pictures oh of God, how the they actually guys. got the eclair filling and they put them at the bottom of the basket. You see, this is why I do not eat Bavarian donuts anymore. <laughs> I'm not touching that it's Bavarian. Boston cream? More like Boston don't. Eh. Wow. No. Ooh, wow. No. Okay. He tried, yeah. he tried. I try, yeah. I try. <laughs> I'll send you a box of cream puffs, Misha. <laughs> Screw that. Okay, I'm 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 not I'm super suspicious now if I get those kinds of creamy pastries from either of you, so there's literally no clean way to say that sentence. <laughs> God damn, cream puff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <magic. laughs> also, speaking of dogs, something suggested by Anna Gamboa off of our Saboteurs We Like Movies Facebook group. Um, the scene and there's something about Mary where the totally bandaged <laughs> dog licks the sunburnt blonde woman. Oh, she is yeah. like shit, Ma- pathogen Mary's, transmission. Uh, Mary's, <laughs> Mary's roommate slash landlady Magda. Oh, epitome <laughs> of like epitome of fake tan old retired lady. Like it was. <laughs> oh. yeah, to be fair, on. like there's something about Mary had a lot of very disgusting imagery. Oh yeah. <laughs> Very like, much so. Like, like the first part, palang in the bathroom with Ben Stiller. The zipper, the zipper. Yeah. Yes, the zipper and those bubbles of flesh coming. Out of the zipper. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't even have those parts, and I felt the pain. Oh my God! I, I like the cut though. Like, it's fine. We just well, he's gotta, Jewish. What kind of cut are we talking about? Oh, well, after he bled. Unzipped it. It's like we got a bleeder. That was yeah. the- what gross. I want to know is like there was like somebody said something like how how do he get the zipper closed in between the shaft and the balls? I think that was one of the firemen or the cop <laughs> in the room with him. It's so wrong. It's so fucking wrong. But you know what? Now that you bring it up, I miss seeing Ben Stiller get bring hurt it in up. movies. I miss seeing Ben Stiller get hurt in movies. <laughs> I'm going to ignore you. Uh. All right. So since we're still on dicks anyway. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't segue this. Uh, can't, there's no other way to segue this, but sausage party. Uh, sausage Shut up, Anjo. Get off dicks. <laughs> uh, 
Let's talk about Sausage Party, the freaky little baby carrots, as submitted by ii underscore SBCN. Fucking baby carrots. If I think there was a story of a parent who made the mistake of showing this movie to her kids. You, you do not want to do that. Sausage Party is like one of the awesomest, filthiest things ever, I swear. Yes. Yeah, I think it would of... actually categorize the entire movie as gross. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I don't know. Like the, the sex scene was traumatic. Ugh. Like The last it, 10 minutes of that movie are gold. Yes. <laughs> or traumatic, depending on which <laughs> side of the spectrum you're on. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. You choose. What's more traumatic? The sex scene... Or Jonah Hill getting raped by the devil and this is the end. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I would go with the cartoons. Yeah. I'm go with go the cartoons. With the cartoons is still more party. traumatic. Yes, I'm gonna go with Sausage Party because I was like cringing the whole time. And I know it's like a it's like it's animated and shit, but I don't know why it felt so graphic to me. I, I felt like I was watching straight up porn. I felt so dirty. Yeah. Like I got I had so I much fun know, like, watching that movie. I, I <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't process the whole thing. It was just so nasty because it was food. Like, why, I was so why proud. The food? local marketing of the studio used my review. They quoted me for once. <laughs> what was this quote? Something about sausages. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think it was just so graphic for some reason. It's so... Uh, to be honest, also, Jonah Hill getting fucked by the devil. That's kind of... <laughs> I don't know. I found that funny. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I found that funny. To be fair, that was really that funny. Was, yeah, Jonah it was Hill. hilarious. It's you know what was hilarious. even funnier, though, was Channing Tatum as somebody's literal bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say anything anymore about Channing Tatum being... <laughs> uh, I'm going to hold my thirsty comment to myself, but anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... But yeah, um, those were actually a lot of suggestions already. If you kind of want to get into a scare or freak yourself out without having to watch a horror film per se, we have had a lot, a lot, lot, lot to mention right here. So we go, we've ranged from like kids movies to straight up depressing shit or or scenes where you least expect these fucking scary films and thank you once again to everybody who sent in their uh responses to these gross slash traumatizing films it guys our first crowdsourced episode Woo! thank you so much Woo! this was so much fun and your contributions definitely helped us remember <laughs> it was interesting reading the, the, the suggestions it really was yeah i know so if you have any um any more suggestions on episodes like this that we could do where you want to share your own favorite scenes go ahead we have the facebook group saboteurs we like movies and we also have our instagram page we also hold the polls there instagram.com slash sub underscore tours and while we're at the end i would like to read yeah my favorite is him <laughs> this is from my friend hazel i just want to end this with her most traumatizing scene in a non-horror movie she says jennifer carpenter going emily rose mode on in white chicks that is like Horror She's, by association. Yeah, okay. she does go full Emily Rose in that. So I don't like, know, half the time you think she'd freeze up and be like, like Emily Rose. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is 
Fucking hilarious, man. Talking about Jennifer Carpenter, I have a friend who cannot watch Dexter because of her. <laughs> because he, he saw Emily Rose, like every time he would try to watch Dexter, like I can't watch Jennifer Carpenter. Tell him to watch really White know. Chicks. <laughs> I don't know. I will see. I haven't. I, maybe I'll ask him about White Chicks if he can watch. Look at my huge my donkey. <laughs> Tina the talking dummy! Tina the talking dummy is amazing! Shit. At least uh, we know she's got range. <laughs> she just yeah, fucking she committed to that role, yes. honestly. Like, Emily Rose and then White Chicks. Like, whoa. <laughs> Wait, whoa. Uh, Emily Rose come before White Chicks? Holy I think crap. White came before. I, think, I think White Chicks came first. Yeah. But maybe Here's she was girl. practicing for Emily Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But either way, if you see Emily Rose before you get the white chicks, you oh, are man. not going to see her the same way, which makes Hazel's submission totally valid. Maybe sure. she got the role for Emily Rose if white chicks did come before <laughs> Emily Rose. It but did. It, it did. Because it came before Emily Rose. Okay. So he, she, Jennifer, Jennifer Carpenter probably just cut that scene and sent that as an audition tape. <laughs> oh, God. Snap. You got the role. Congratulations, Holy Jennifer shit. Carpenter. Hey, but I love Jennifer Carpenter. She's Tina the Talking Tommy. Yes, we, we need to get a priest in that room right now. <laughs> she was she also unwrecked. To be fair, right? she seemed possessed in that scene, so I believe it. <laughs> Isn't she? Yeah, she was in the American remake of Wreck. Oh, scary movie again. Yeah. She's got a niche. Yeah. Hmm, she does. Thing. Scary. Scary, bi- scary person. Scary bitch. That's her thing. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, that has been our October special. This Ooh, is Dumpster Dolly, you guys. So, we hope you enjoyed the entire yeah. month of this <laughs> podcast. Ghost <laughs> Horror uh, Halloween themed with a little combo breaker in the middle. But yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. Combo breaker. <laughs> and uh, this has been Subbo Tours. My name is MJ. I'm Misha. I'm Angela. Woo! Bye. Happy Halloween, boys and girls! Bye.